on Horror Network. Hello, everybody. <laughs> hey, we're back. <laughs> oh, I'm Rob. Boy. I'm Josh. And this is Horror Wars. <laughs> you can't you sing that. it with me, man. You can't. <laughs> Why didn't you sing it with me, man? You cannot do that to me. Yes, and I did. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Alright, so you may have realized that we were gone for a while. Yep. Um, first, my house got colds because the girlfriend caught bronchitis. Then everybody got colds off of that. Then as we were starting to feel better, Josh got a cold. So, yeah. Been three weekends worth of, you ready? Nope. Still got not feeling good. Still, nope. Can't do it. (laughs) Still hunched over, bro. Can't move. Sorry. So, yeah. Sorry about that. Life happens. It is what it is. Horror wars. (laughs) Horror wars. (laughs) So tonight, I kind of threw Josh for a doozy. Yeah, it was weird. Um... I'm not even going to say the name of the movie, right? Because I know you have to say it. We'll pronounce it a different way. Suspiria? Yeah, we're going to say Suspiria. But I think it's like Suspiri or Suspiria. Yeah, some Italian shit. Facts. And I'm not doing that. I love you. Wait, I think you have mine. No, I got the OG. It says the release date was 2018. Yeah, and the new one. The one that was on Amazon. I'm confused. I thought I was doing the OG one. No, that's what you told me. Oh. Here. Here. Okay. There we go. <coughs> Good thing we both watched both of them. Yeah. <laughs> so, just... and I. Holy shit, they both have a three-paragraph... Yeah. Harper, one of the yeah. Jesus. Yep. Um, there is a shit ton of Italian names. We will not be pronouncing any of them correctly. Yeah. We are sorry in advance. Yes. But we will try. So with that being said, <laughs> we're going to be comparing the 1977, is it? Yes. 1977 Suspiria mm-hmm. to the 2018 one of these movies will win, and the other will lose. Mm-hmm. Such is the premise of Horror Wars. We will grade them at the end, and whatever has the highest grade will win. We will also go through both movies and dissect them to see what we can create the ultimate version of that movie. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we're going to talk a little bit about... The Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And then after that, 
I hit you with yet another doozy today and asked you if you can come up with your top ten horror movies in about two and a half hours. Mm-hmm. And you did. I did. So, after we do Suspiria versus Suspiria, we talk the Super Bowl, then we're going to get in the top ten horror movies. Yes. Yes. So, do you want to begin, sir, with the 1977 Suspiria? Sure. As we said, Suspiria is the name of the film. The release date is February 1st, 1977, and that was in Italy, and August 12th, 1977 in the USA. The runtime was an hour and 40 minutes. The budget was $20 million, and at the box office, it made $1.8 million. Uh, Total disaster. Holy crap, $1.43 billion in Italy. Right. Jesus, what? Holy but crap. But that's the conversion. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah it's- the production companies, uh, Seta Spitacol, Claudio Argento, Protozuni Atlas, uh, Consor Zati. I, I have no idea how to say that shit. Apologies. Again, yes, we're yeah, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, screenplay by Dario Argento and Daria Nicolodi. Uh, directed by Dario Argento. Cinematography by Luciano Tavoli. <laughs> I miss that ravioli. Jesus. <laughs> Edited by Franco Fractel, uh, Fractelli? What's Sorry. It? Yeah, jeez. Hey, they say my last name wrong, too. Uh, yep. Well, where to watch? Currently, you are able to watch Asperia streaming on Tubi TV for free with ads or buy it as download on Almo On Demand. It's also possible to rent Asperia on Almo On Demand online. It's just the same shit twice. Uh, the ratings, a 7.4 out of 10 for IMDb users. Uh, 93% from Rotten Tomato users, 4 out of 5 for Letterboxd users, and 87% for Google users. That's pretty high, honestly. Yes. <laughs> uh, the plot. Susie travels to Germany to attend ballet school. When she arrives late on a stormy night, no one lets her in, and she sees Pat, another student, fleeing from the school. When Pat reaches her apartment, she is murdered. The next day, Susie is admitted to her new school, but has a difficult time settling in. She hears noises and often feels ill. As more people die, Susie covers the terrifying secret of the place, and it's fucking weird. Yep. Uh, the related media is Inferno, 1980, and Mother of Tears in 2007. Uh, film facts, and there's 44 more on Ambadoob. Uh Get ready, folks. This one's a little long. But it's very needed. <clears throat> Suspiria is the first of a trilogy of films by Argento referred to as Three Mothers. The trilogy centers around three witches or mothers of sorrow that's a cool name, uh, who unleash evil from three locations in the world. Suspiria Helen Marcos is Mater Suspirium oh my goodness Mater Suspirium I have not to say that. Uh, the Latin for Mother of Sighs in Freeburg. Argento's 1980 film Inferno focuses on <laughs> Matter Tenenbaum. Uh, Latin Mother of Darkness in New York. The final installment of the trilogy of the Mother of Tears in 2007 focuses on Mater Blackrum. Jeesh. This is rough. <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, Latin for Mother of Tears in Rome. Film scholar L. Andrews Cooper notes, aesthetic experience is arguably the ultimate source of meaning in all of Argento's films. But Suspiria and the other films of the Three Mothers trilogy take their <clears throat> emphasis on aesthetics further by self-consciously connecting their irrational worlds to 19th century romanticism and the aesthetics that grew out of it. Right. Goodness. 
Uh, Director Dario Argento's original idea was that ballet school would accommodate young girls no older than 12 years. However, the studio and producer Salvatore Argento, his father, denied his request because a film that's violent involving children will almost certainly be banned. Dario raised the age limit of the girls to 20 years, but did not rewrite the script. Hence the naivete of the characters and the occasional childlike dialogue. He also put all the doorknobs at the same height as the actress' heads, so they would have to raise their arms in order to open the doors, just like children. (laughs) (laughs) The woman playing Helen Marcos was not credited. According to Jessica uh, Harper, she was a 90-year-old former prostitute her director Argento found on the streets of Rome, Italy. Okay. Uh, Director Dario Argento composed the creepy music with the band Goblin and played it at full blast on set to unnerve the actors and elicit a truly scared performance. Jesus. Uh, Director Dario Argento had cinematography Luciano Tavoli watch Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, 1937, to have him model the same color scheme uh, for that film for this one. Yeah, because some of that shit's trippy as hell. Yes. Just laying in a room, she's like just passed out and all the blinding ass lights behind her. Uh, blah, 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 blah. What was that? Right there. For the wide shot of the maggots, yeah, fucking gross, falling from the ceiling, the crew drops grains of rice down on the actress from above. Okay, good. Felt like they just were tortured that poor girl. Mm-hmm. According to Jessica Harper, since the filming was going to be dubbed after principal photography, sound was rarely recorded during shooting. Harper remarked that it was strange... To her, to be in the middle of shooting a scene and hearing the background sound of a stagehand hammering away on the other set in the studio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be fucking annoying. Uh, the exterior of the dance academy through... The, excuse me. The exterior of the dance academy, though constructed on a studio lot in Rome, is based on the Hausum Walsfish Whale House, a landmark late Gothic building in the old town of Friedberg. I'm Bruce Salgu, Germany. I am so sorry. Uh, the film is set in Warsaw. Yep. The film is set in Friedberg, officially known as Friedberg in Breisgau, right? Germany. Warsaw. Okay. In the English dub, the narrator, the narrator mispronounces it Freiburg, a different town in Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Despite the setting location, filming was done in Munich, and several Munich landmarks are visible in the film, including Kohlensplatz, or... or uh, <clears throat> Where Daniel walks his dog at night and the BMW tower where Susie meets the professor. Holy shit. <laughs> this is some word salad, my friends. Uh, Udo Kier's appearance was so rushed for him that he had little time to completely read the script when it was given to him. Since the movie was filmed without sound and was later dubbed, a crew person lying on the ground behind the stone bench where he was sitting in his scene with Jessica Harper was telling him his lines as he gave them to her. Wild. That's fucking funny. Yeah, and that's it. That's it for the the uh, the factoids. Mm-hmm. The factos. The cast: Jessica Harper as Susie Bananian. <laughs> that's what it looks like to me. I'm, I yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Stefani Cassani. Holy shit. Right. As Sarah. Oh shit. That's a rap name. <laughs> Flavia Bucci as Dan- Danielle. <clears throat> Miguel Bos as Mark, dubbed in the English release by Gregory Sneegoff. <laughs> okay. Alita Valley as Miss Tanner. Joan <laughs> Bennett as Madame Blanc. 
Udo Kier as Dr. Frank Mandel, dubbed by Frank Von Kruglin. <laughs> Barbara Magnolfi as Olga, dubbed by Carolyn de Fronseca. Ooh. Ava Axton as Pat Hengel. Rudolf Schundler as Professor Milius, dubbed by Jeffrey Capolston. Uh, Suzanne Jevicoli as Sonia. Franca Scagnetti as Cook. Scagnetti. <laughs> Giuseppe Transoshi as Pavlos. <laughs> That's a janitor dude, right? Yeah. Isn't he ugly? <laughs> she bullied the fuck out of him, dude. Uh, Jacopo Mariani as Halger. Uh, Albert, Jesus. Uh, Renato Scarper as Professor Verdgast. Margarina Hauswitz as teacher. As teacher, wow. Giovanni Di Bernardo as police inspector, dubbed by Ted Russoff. Lisa's Vasta as Mater Sus. Oh my god, these names. Mater Suspiorium. Uh, Ilana Marcos. Wow, why couldn't it just be that? Dario Argento as narrator, <laughs> dubbed William Kell. Holy shit. Felt like I didn't even get a chance to catch my breath during all that, folks. I suffered for you. <laughs> Being grateful. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, I'm very thankful that it was that long because I got to eat my food. Holy shit, dude. <laughs> I got to eat my whole dinner. <laughs> you deserve a fucking Scooby snack. Holy shit. I so need some oxygen teams. <laughs> so, oh my god. So, it is now my turn to go with the not as good film. And not to mention it was like the most Dull and drab and sad film. Like cliche shit you could ever see. Just yeah. it just showed the time, the face distortion pool shit. Wait like, until I get to my number ten fact. You know how like the new thing is the Chad face, where it's like the guy with like the roll of vacuum and like you know that yeah. kind of thing. I don't know. That's why I just feel like I feel like that's what they were trying to do. Like back then, that was for hard. everyone. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So. Let's get into the 2018 Suspiria. At least the, the endings were a bit different. Between the the whole movie yeah. was different. Yeah. <laughs> so, movie name Suspiria. Release date September 1st, 2018 in Venice. October 26, 2018 in the United States. January 1st, 2019 in Italy. This movie is also much longer than yours. At 2 hours and 32 Holy minutes. Holy Right. The budget was $20 million. Oh my god, I forgot about how slow the pacing of that movie is. And it made only $7 million. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yep, the production companies and people were... <sighs> Forgive me. Marco Morabito. <laughs> Brad Fisher. Luca Gardagno. David Kahagnik. Sylvia Venturini. Oh, that. Oh, Sylvia Venturini Fendi is her name. Francesco Melzi Diarel. William Shurak. 
Gabriel Moratti, K. Period Medea, Frenzy Film Company, Vidya, Mythology Entertainment, First Son, and Memo Films. That's a whole lot of production people for such a piece of shit. Oh my god. Just nothing came out of it. That's the problem. It made was a, all them hands. Made a turbo. Screenplay was by David Kajganich. Directed by Luca Guadagnino. Jesus. I feel your pain. <laughs> Cinematography by Sayambuhu Mudkeep Drum. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, Mukdeepron. No Sorry. offense to anyone, it's just... Yeah, wow. These names are, are very hard for us. Uh, Walter Fazano, and that he was the editor. You can watch this Suspiria streaming on Amazon Prime Video, and it's also possible to buy Suspiria on Apple iTunes, Google Play Movies, Vudu, Microsoft Store, YouTube, Redbox, and DirecTV as a download. You can also rent it on Apple, iTunes, Google Play Movies, Vudu, Microsoft Store, YouTube, Redbox, <laughs> and Direct TV online. It sounded like you were rapping. Yes. YouTube, <coughs> Redbox, TV, online. Ratings. <laughs> uh, for this one, it's 6.8 <clears throat> out of 10 for MDIB. So the, the OG one, or yeah, one in that aspect. Yeah. <laughs> um, 65% from Rotten Tomatoes users. Oh, yeah, they dominated that. This one, um, 64% for Metacritic and 76% for Google users. Yep. Also one in that one. Yeah, um, no doubt. Plot. Young American dancer Susie Banyan arrives in 1970s Berlin to audition for the world-renowned Helena Marcos Dance Company. When she vaults to the role of lead dancer, the woman she replaces breaks down and accuses the company's female directors of witchcraft. Meanwhile, an inquisitive psycho, oh, psychotherapist and a member of the troupe uncover dark and sinister secrets as they probe the depths of the studio's hidden underground chambers. Related media? Not applicable. Nothing. Fuck it. For the film facts, there are 55 more on MDIB. Number one, Jessica Harper, who played Susie in the original Suspiria from 1977, appears late in the film as Dr. Klemperer's wife, Anki. In an interview with her and screenwriter David Kajganich at the film's Fantastic Fest premiere in Austin, Texas, Kaganich revealed he and director Luca Guadagnino thought Anka would be best would be the best character for Harper to play. Uh, Guadagnino contacted her and proposed the idea to her, which she ultimately agreed to. And then she immediately contacted the Berlitz School to learn and practice German for her scenes, as she had lied to Guadagnino about speaking the language. For Harper, the hardest thing to do was to get the dialect right while walking backward. Number two, Dakota Johnson completed two years of ballet training in in preparation for her role in this film. Number three, 
In an interview with Elle magazine, actress Dakota Johnson revealed the intensity of the shoot had fucked her up so much that she had to go to therapy. Mm. Number four. Holy shit. (laughs) Unlike the original film, which uses exaggerated colors, Guadagnio conceived Suspiria as winterish and bleak, absent of primary colors. Number five. The subtitles in German have red drop shadow. The subtitles in French have a blue drop shadow. That's cute. Number six. The first footage premiered at the 2018 CinemaCon presentation. It was said to be so intense and disturbing that some audience members left midway through. Sheesh. I can get that for a few scenes. A little bone crunching here. Right. Little, Little twisties there. Number seven. The film's editor... Walter Fasano was the editor and an uncredited co-writer on Dario Argento's Mother of Tears 2007, the third entry in Argento's Three Mothers trilogy, which includes the original Suspiria from 1977. Ta-da! Number eight, David Kajganich wanted the dance to directly reflect women's movements and emotions. So the inspiration for the choreography came from female dancers Mary Wigman, Pina Pina Bausch, and Sasha Waltz. Modern dance is notably much more integral to the plot of this remake than ballet was to the original version of Suspiria in 1977, despite both being set in dance academies. Number nine. The music score is the debut by Radiohead singer Tom York who followed Radiohead and co-composers Johnny Greenwood and Phil Selway into film scoring. Greenwood is noted for scoring the films of Paul Thomas Anderson and Lynn Ramsey. Selway scored Let Me Go in 2017. Hmm. Number 10. Although Dario Argento gave permission to produce this remake, he was dismissive of the final results in an interview with a with IndieWire from August 2016. Either you do it exactly the same way, in which case it's not a remake, it's a copy, which is pointless, or you change things and make another movie. In that case, why call it Suspiria? Argento also (laughs) said that what's really absurd is that he was never asked about anything concerning the remake. Nobody asked him about casting, locations, or anything else. (laughs) <laughs> Luca Guadagnio told The Hollywood Reporter in 2018 that he's friends with Argento, who called him after he saw the film. And although he didn't want to relay Argento's reaction, he said it was a great call. <laughs> in an interview with Italy's Radio Rai 1's Un Giorno da Pecora in January 2019, Argento said the film did not excite him. It betrayed the spirit of the original film. There is no fear. There is no music. The film was not the film has not satisfied me so much. Argento added that it was a refined film, like Luca Guagnanio, who is a fine person. Guagnadio makes beautiful tables, beautiful curtains, beautiful dishes. All beautiful. Sounds like you were gonna start rapping. Beautiful clothes, beautiful dishes. <clears throat> I'm in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> The cast, Dakota Johnson, Dakota Johnson as Susanna Susie Banyan and Mother Suspiriorium. I don't know how to say it either. Yeah, it's, it's rough, guys. Tilda Swinton as Madame Blanc, 
Mother Helena Marcos and Dr. Joseph Kemperer, <laughs> Mia Goth as Sarah Sims, mm. Angela Winkler as Miss Tanner, Ingrid Cavern or Ingrid Cavan as Miss Vendegast, Alana Forkina as Olga Ivanova, Sylvie Tesmond <laughs> as Sylvie Tested as Miss Griffith. Renee, oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> Renee Sautinjik as Miss Huller. Christine Labout as Miss Balfour. Malgosia Bella as as Ms. Mrs. Banyan and Death. Fabrizia Sachi as Pavla. Jessica Harper as Anki Anki Meyer. Okay. Chloe Grace Moretz is Patricia Hingle. Mm-hmm. Patricia Hingleberry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Patricia. Oh, Patricia. Uh, Jessica Batout as Miss Mandel. Alec Weck as Miss <laughs> Milius. Vincenzia Modica as Miss Marks. Vanda Capriolo as Alberta. Brigitte. Cavalier as Miss Caplet, Gala Moody as Caroline, Jesus Christ, Annalise Brevers as Sonia, Holy shit. Sarah Gagodi as Doll, Hala Thorderdorter, Thorderdort, oh my God, no, Hold the door, Thorderdor, Tear as Maskia. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Olivia Ancona as Marquetta. Clementine Howdart as Miss Baltather. Ah! As Baltather. <laughs> Doris Hick as Frau Sesame. Mikhail Olson as Agent Glockner. Oh, she got the Glock on her back. And finally, Fred Kellerman as Agent Albrecht. Albrecht. Dude, what the fuck? Oh my god. <laughs> you said. Need another fucking page, dude. Word salad. <laughs> Jesus Christ, those are words. That was so hard, man. <laughs> that was incredibly that hard. That felt like we were talking another language. <laughs> it, it really At did. One point, I was like, I feel like you're reading really slow. <laughs> and I was like, I bet you, like, I was like, and I felt the same way. It's like, so now it's age. It's like. As she went into the school. <laughs> it's tough, guys. This is, this is a really fucking rough episode, I'm not going to lie. <sighs> hey, we got to warm up again, Kev. Yeah, there we go. That's what it is. All right. So. I'll, I'll just be imaginary, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Someone just jammed this pen as far into the fucking thing as they could, bro. Oh Isn't there another pen somewhere? I there? don't know. I just went to open it. It was like fucking Excalibur. I thought there was a blue pen somewhere. Oh my god, no, I broke it. Oh, it's dead. I broke Aruba, its head off. Bahama, come on, pretty mama. Oh, no. Key Largo, Montego, Bay. I'll, I'll just put it on the plate over here. There's got to be a blue pen, I think. My name is Thomas Shelby. Paul of Pikey fucking blinders. <laughs> All right.
So, um... Have you watched that, Peaky Blinders? No. Oh. Well, fuck me. I was going to, but then, like, I legit just forgot that it existed. It's pretty good. Okay. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to mark mine off, then give you the pen. Okay, okay. For you to mark yours off, and then we just tell each other. Yeah, yeah. You know. I like it. <laughs> Something, I guess. Well, well we're, we're, we're cutting out, like, the last two, I guess. Um, because nudity, there's like none. Yeah, there is. And the endings. For what one? Both of them, because they're butt ass naked. <gasps> oh yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, 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 uh I know uh, it's like until you look back and you see like ballet uh, in those times and stuff, you realize how like pretty that shit is. Even right. when they're acting, I guess, which you would say poorly. Again, I'm not an actor, so I would act like shit. But right. I guess what a critic would look at is poor and like overdone. There's like something nice. I guess that's why I'm always so in favor for most OG stuff we do. It's because it just, I don't know, it feels almost like a old-timey, like Rome Coliseum acting. Like, right. oh, I'm falling over uh, my hand on my forehead. You know, right. that kind of shit. Like, I'm surprised they didn't talk like that. <laughs> Like, for the dub. Like, like, yes, not everyone talks like this. Okay, so I remember we're not going to grade the porn. Yeah, yeah. Because the porn would be yeah, pretty be fucking weird. horrifying. It'd be weird, yes. Yeah. Not for me. I mean, I know it exists. Yeah. I know there was at you, least one. You guys can see what your score would have been to yourselves or friends. <laughs> yeah. Um... But those movies were fucking weird enough as is. I don't need to be watching no damn porn about them. I fuck everything up in my life. I found the other pen, by the way. Oh, nice. <laughs> it's over by the TV, so neither of us are going to go get it anyway. But yep. still, I, I know where it is now. But ding. Apologies. Who? I didn't print my do not disturb. I'm sorry for your ears. <laughs> that was a little smoochy for you. Yes. Consensual. Consensual, as if long you, as you wanted you, it. If you didn't want it, you, you know, you, we can just say like, I missed. Boom. I fell into the wall and I broke my nose because I deserve it because I'm a piece of shit. Right, boom. There you go. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Uh. Uh. Mm-mm. And then... <laughs> I think he's done. Yeah. All right, let me see the pen. Your sword back, my leash. Okay. Wieners. Wieners? Yeah. Okay, so for acting, did you give that to OG or Remake? This this may not shock anyone for my bias on here, but I gave the acting to OG. Okay. Um, I ended up giving it to the remake. Mm. Yeah. For me, for the acting, like I was saying, I just I really enjoy the over the top acting to where it's right. It's it seems bad because of the acting nowadays, but if you look at it with you know more open mind. It's no. really good. Right. You know, it's more like the, the theater acting of old Shakespearean. Okay, so directing. I gave it to the OG just because I again the pacing of the remake is like holy fuck, can we can we move on just a little faster than this? Yeah. Thanks. Now, I think the directing of the remake was better. Okay. Because the pacing, remember, is a different thing yeah. other than the the direction of it. It's even weirder because it's not, it's like, I know it's a remake in name, but they're so different, especially right. the endings. Right. Now, I would give 
the directing to Argento, but the way, and this is the way that I break it down, the disturbing imagery in Argento's wasn't as disturbing as the one in 2018. Hmm. Because there was some disturbing shit in Argento's. But I feel like the 2018 one had a lot more like, mm. oh, what the fuck. Oh, shit. Dropping off. And better directed, oh, what the fuck moments. So that's why I'm giving it to the remake. Uh, writing slash plot. I gave to the remake. I gave to the OG. <laughs> Look at that shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yes. I feel like... <laughs> The writing was better in the OG one because they made the plot of the remake more about what was going on outside of the school until like the final act. Well, I just I feel like the the like one time in the original where you see cops and then like they're just never involved with the story after that. I get that. You know what I mean? So right. That, that no, I I totally get that. Um, Killers. I gave it to the OJ. I did too, and it's only because... That scene with the guy getting fucking the women at the end of the uh, remake was a little bit too weird. Well, yeah. And just the fact that, like, with the Killers and the OG, the fact of how abusive, like, the spirits were. Yes. In the beginning with, uh, I think her name was Pam or Pat or whatever, when she was looking through that window and the fucking, like, ghost arm was, like, sm- yes. like punching her in the face. Punching her right in the fuck, yeah. And then she gets stabbed up, like, an excessive amount of times. Excessive. And it's like, every time she gets stabbed, she falls dramatically, right? Yes. And then it's out of nowhere. It's just her fucking heart is just yes. exposed. Yes. And you just see the knife go in, and it's like a pulsating, like, steak, dude. Yeah. Like, it's so, it's, ugh. Uh. So it's just, like, over-the-top old-school shit where the girl's, like, bisected across the fucking head with the glass, so. Yes. It's like really over the top. So I yes. Nice. So the gore slash kills is yeah. also going to be going to the OG, I presume. Yes. Oh yeah, definitely. Um. But we we already know that, so yeah. it's already marked off. Um, the casting. Do you think the cast was better portrayed in the OG or the remake? It's going to be a lot of this. I like the OG. I just. I really, really like the old school theatrical acting and what they're trying to make a a modern horror film. Like, we're going to be different. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. I, yeah. I uh, fully agree. Mm-hmm. I did give casting to the OG as well. So there's the second one in the row that you and I have agreed upon, yes. sir. Soundtrack. OG or uh, remake. Uh, OG. Yeah, I gave yeah, it to OG yeah. as well. Damn, three in a row. Mm-hmm. We already know Gore Kills is going to the OG, so we don't need to ask that. Now, oh, I think we actually, I think we're going to get one, two, three, yeah. four, five in a row because pacing is next. And Jesus Christ, we 1,000% both yeah, give that to OG. the OG. Yeah, um, time period. I, 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 I went OG. with I went with the fucking remake. I just, I, again, it's because of like ballet dancers, man, like Russian or whatever ballet witches it's like like the assassins or something man i don't know just like that feels so old school like that idea now is just weird like what that feels like some anime shit eh, i just i i feel like the the remake captured as much as i complained about it a little bit ago mm. the remake did capture the time period mm. in my opinion better okay. 
than the 1970s one captured the right. 1970s. You notice a lot of times now with horror films, like from like the seven, like 2017 and up, like everything now has like this weird grayish blue filter yeah. now. Yeah, or the grayish red filter. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's really weird to my eyeballs yeah. now. Uh, nudity I gave to the remake. Uh, I said OG, and that's because I have a thing for ballet dancers. Right, okay. And that, that the figure they had then, which again, not really body shaming or anything like that, but it's like, aesthetically to me, that's what I liked more. Right, no, I got you. For my preferences. Okay, so let me tally these up, and you tell some anecdotes. No, I can just tell you now, my score literally one was for the remake for me. And that, Correct. And for me, that was just the writing of plot. Wow. Um, overwhelmingly, the OG <laughs> destroyed the remake. It's too long. Why is it like the length of a fucking Lord of the Rings film? <laughs> Altogether, the OG was at 15. The remake, 5. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> you fucking ran, bro. <laughs> Yeah, it was absolutely a fucking that devastating was, blow right there. That that was. That was hogwash for the poor remake. Yeah, sorry, I your foot. Um, I gotta say, it was one of those things where it's like it was a film I'd never seen, so I couldn't just immediately right. go like, right. "Hey, thing." So I actually had to watch, you know, like watch it, and and boy, did you have to watch! I it. started watching the. I should have watched the remake first. How fucking long it is, but right the OG. Within, like, 15 minutes, I'd already messaged Rob, like, what the fuck is this weird shit you have me watching, dude? <laughs> what the dude? fuck, dude? Yeah. When they started stabbing my girl up, <laughs> and then stabbed her heart, A and then lot. the fucking, the roof shattered, hung her, even though she was already dead, like, right. that wasn't even needed, and then her friend just has her head chopped in half. Yeah. Holy shit. Beautiful shit, though. And it looks so, it's like some Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory shit. It's yeah. like... Feels like some Hogwarts shit. Like they might just start being like, Leviosa, and it's all funny. Right. And then you you know, her best friend has like pins in her eyes and shit. Yeah. Fucking wild. One of my favorite things about the dubbing for that is the um the main witch, the like the the old woman. And she's like, it's so badly dubbed, she's like what are you going to do now? Ha ha. It's like, <laughs> oh my god, dude. It's okay. just some invisible old woman. So let's just for Posterity purposes. Mm, big word. Big word. Everybody always talks about Suspiria being one of the greatest horror films mm. of all time. I hear, yeah, a lot of people say it's like a, a lot of people. Tough. Now, that's that's how come I asked you mm-hmm. if you could come up with your top ten. Oh, oh, it's not it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I asked you if you could come up with your top ten. I came up with my top ten. Mm. Neither of us have it in them. Nope. We both went our entire lives not seeing this movie, but having respect hugely for the era right. that this movie came out of. Right. But neither of us yep. felt strong enough about the film to, kick to one be of like, our top 10 out. Man, this is, this is definitely one of the best horror movies of all time. Not even honorable mention. It's really not that It's good. not even an honorable mention. It was fucking weird. It legitimately just feels like a bad spin on Harry Potter. It 
yeah, it was it was weird. Um, I will never ever understand. Um, oh God, what's his name? The director of this movie, Dar- Argento. Mm. Excuse me. I will never understand why Argento has to use maggots. Yeah. In every fucking movie he does. Like, it it just... They make you shiver. With all the Italian directors, all the horror Italian director, they all did that shit. Just Mm. maggots. Yeah, gross. No, I'm good. In every fucking movie. Mags. Right, like, why? Why? I... Ugh. Mm. Yuck. But anyway. Unless you like eating maggots, then good for you, but... Right. I just don't want to see it, please, thank you. But I do feel the visuals were very intense, like I said earlier, in the original. They were. Super duper. Mm -hmm. But I think, like, the masochistic visuals in the remake were far more brutal. Far more. (laughs) Would you agree with that that aspect? Breaky face distortion shit just creeps me out, man. Right. That's why, like, any kind of horror film or where it's just like that weird, like, breaking bone, like in Mama, the way that she like runs, yes. and all that, like yes. it just ugh, 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 ugh. that is yeah. creepy as shit. So yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking weird film, man. It's, it's, tri- just, it's trippy. <laughs> I'm sitting here thinking about like what I what I wanted to talk about with it, and I'm like, I, the apple, <laughs> like it's so bad. It's just like, but the visuals are just like, what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? Everyone just looks so sickly in the remake too. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, well, they're kind of supposed. to. I know, but it's just like, holy shit, they're so gray. They look like they're allergic to fucking. Can we talk man. about the ending where it turns into like a, a Rob Zombie video? I was gonna say, what did you like more? Did you like it from the original where she's kind of like? It looks like she's psycho because she's like all hee 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 in the rain and shit. Or maybe it's because she like triumphed. Or the remake where it's like she's just possessed and, you know, she didn't want the other bitch to. <laughs> I feel like the ending. Possess. The ending to the 2018 one should have been with the 1977 one. Yeah. Because it would have been better. Yeah. The, the 2018 one. Although it was like, uh, oh, some of the, Im- it was realistic imagery. Yeah. But then once you got to that part, it kind of pulled you out and made you go to more like a fantasy yeah. look or, you know, that trippy look, yeah. which ironically should have, like I said, been in the 77 one. Yeah. And the one from the 77 should have been with the fucking remake mm. because. It was so bleak. Yeah. That's, that would go with creating our perfect Suspiria, I guess. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, that's wild, like, how that aspect happened. But yeah, when they started doing all that, like, crazy fucking weird dance shit and uh, the mother was there, like, oh my God, that was... Man, doing this show has made me respect, like, OGs and remakes. Because yeah. if one is, it's like, this may sound really harsh. It's either, like, either the OG or the remake is good or shit. Like, it could be right. like, oh, man, you know, like, I fucking hated, you know, the, the first Texas Chainsaw. 
right. and then someone will love the fucking Jessica Biel one. Right, the 2003 one, yeah. Right, so, you know. Right. Some of them things just maybe appreciate between both, especially the different kind of like camera angles and all that shit. You yep. know, you got your snazzy remakes and then the yep. old school stuff. So. Yeah. But also I think what else has made me like love and hate about doing this show is the fact that we do come up with our ultimate versions. Mm. And the ultimate versions are ultimately better. Yeah. <laughs> and we get very upset because we don't have that version. I'm going to have to get the um, Rick and Morty portal gun and find that universe. Right. All and this just shit like, is just boop. Pull them together, man. Because, man, we've come up with some really fucking good, yeah. good movies out of it. Like, But we'll never get to see them. <laughs> and it really upsets us. <laughs> so that's why we love it and hate it. Yeah. So with for you... We would say the gore and kills, the pacing, casting, soundtrack killers. Almost everything. <laughs> almost everything is good to keep as is, but we yeah. would we would switch the endings. Mm-hmm. Put the old one with the new one, the new one with the mm-hmm. old one. Now, if you were to do that, which version of the movie do you think would be better? If you put the ending from the 77 one with 2018. Ooh, see, I still got to go OG with the remake ending because that, that little laugh she does in the rain looks right. like she is possessed. So it would be nice right. to see, like, this witch is just taking it over by herself. She don't need mm-hmm. no one else. This is, like, the ultimate witch. Mm-hmm. And that could lead to some other, you know, the other, the, the sequel and shit. Right. That could lead to something else. You know what I mean? Maybe her... Some right. blade shit. She's like hunting the witches or something. So. Right. Okay. Um, I would go with OG. The OG movie with the OG ending because the fucking absolute psycho shit. Yeah. So, I guess that would be the definitive version of each movie. Yeah. We say that the OG won this one in a landslide. Yeah. Now... I wanted to talk about football next, yeah. but because we just talked about how mm-hmm. it's in everybody's blah, 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 top 10, you know, of all time, but yet it didn't make it into either of our top 10, yeah. as we said earlier. Uh, neither of us had seen this movie until a few weeks ago, and um, it, like Josh said, wasn't good enough to sway any of our movies right. out of our top 10. And I'm also very curious to see how different our... Oh yeah, yeah. Because I, I didn't. Mentions are yeah, I didn't let him see mine. Yeah. He didn't let me see his. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna go ten nine eight seven six yeah, five four three two one, and then we'll yeah. say the honorable yeah, mentions. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so number ten. Number ten. Number ten. Mine is Hereditary from twenty eighteen. Mm. Ooh, that's number ten. Okay. And that is a good movie, dude. <laughs> It really is. Oh, she gets her head knocked off. Of that oh my hole. god! And, and then the genuine face. reaction. Yes. It's like, yo, I would be the same way. Like, like I'd be like, you're yes. right. Like, yeah, dude, yes. so good. Like he wow. just pulled over to the side of the yeah. road and just sat there. It was like, crazy. Oh to see my him god. In that, the movie Old that just came out. Yeah. 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 Good actor. So, what's your number ten, man? It's gonna be weird. Freddy versus Jason. It, I love look, that film. Look, I hold that film very near and dear to me. Mm-hmm. For the main reason is that was mine and Brand's first date. 
Really? Yes. We I took her to go see Freddy vs. Jason. And that was the first movie that I, I saw on DVD, and I saw a pair of boobs. Oh, man, and you were and happy. And, man, I was sneaking in yep. watching that shit yep. with my parents in the bed. So... Two very weird stories. Yeah. <laughs> very different stories. Yes. And as we record this, it's Valentine's Day. Yes. So happy Valentine's Day, hon. I love you. And now I have a second Valentine, the girlfriend. I love you too. And I just have my family. I love them. I love our families as well. Yes. Yes. So, wow, that was that was nice. Y'all know who, who, who you are if you're a fan. You're considered family good. Number nine. A Quiet Place. Yeah? Yeah. Huh. I actually enjoy John Krasinski. I do too. And I was, it was just, it was nice to not see him as Jim Halpert. Like I wasn't like that. He's just going to look at the camera and be like, and, mm, and then get his head ripped off. Right. And the fact they actually learned sign language. Like that's so cool. That was, me. yeah, super dope. Um, I really hope the rumors are true that he is Reed Richards. That would be fucking cool. Yep. I think he would be perfect. But anyway, my number nine is Us from 2019. Us. Yes. The one with the uh, tethered people. The people up top had the doppelgangers below. Oh, oh, the Jordan Peele. The Jordan uh, Peele yeah. movie. Yeah. Yes. Mm, yeah, Us. yeah. Dude, that is a... The, the the living room scene where they're sitting apart yes. from their doppelganger. Yes. Oh, and they no. were kind of revealing the, the, the how the mirror shit works. Yes. Oh, Dude, that, yeah, when they revealed that she was actually the fucking tether yeah. the whole time. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Um, ooh, that, mm-hmm. that movie, that movie hits all the way different. Mm-hmm. All right, so number eight. Number eight. The Thing, 1982. That's a good pick. <laughs> I love, I even love, and I, I could be wrong because I consider this a theory, but it could be fact, so you can correct me because you, mm-hmm. you're the bigger fan. That the ending was that um, when the main dude is with the the black guy and they're drinking at the Kurt, very end. Kurt Russell and Keith David. Yeah. The uh, voice of Goliath. Right. Uh, that he was actually pretending and he handed him a bottle of gasoline and the dude started drinking it. And that showed that the the uh, not Kurt Russell was one of the things. Keith David. Yeah. Right. Um, that is very viable because the the ending was left completely ambiguous. Just to fade the black. Just to fade the black. Just to fuck with everybody because everybody was fucked with the entire movie. You think yep. Kurt Sorry. Russell's character isn't? One of those things because he was the hero of the movie. Yeah. He was the main guy. So you want to believe that it wasn't Kurt. They were just no, bum, 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 bum. they're just flying right. off like happy as can be. Right. You want to believe that it wasn't right. him. But everybody wants to believe that it was Keith David's <sighs> character or, right. you know, because he was the one that was kind of an asshole in yeah. the movie. So you don't want the bad guy to win. You, you want to think that, damn it, Keith David's character was one of the creatures. Mm-hmm. But I think that it was Kurt Russell. So, because he was the hero and he's the one you want to win, I think he was the reason and he was the he was one of them. Hmm? And Keith David was regular, just his character. Then that'd be nuts. Right. Oh, man. So, what's your number eight? Uh, the Mist. 
Ooh. That, oh. Yeah, yeah. That ending. Look, if I will, I will be very open. The Mist, as a movie, didn't really hit the mark for me. Mm. Like even the original, mm. neither of them. But the remake's yep. ending is, if you want to take top ten film endings ever mm-hmm. across all cinema, that's at least in the top ten. That is the most downer ending ever. At least that's, one of them. That's at least in the top ten. Yeah, agreed. I mean, it, mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, man. I, I I like your choice. I do. All right. Um, number seven. Number seven. Now, I don't know if, if many people will know it, I guess. I guess I'm like a hipster. But it, it was called Hide and Seek. It was actually a horror film with Robert, Robert De, Niro. De Niro. Yes. Ah. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> let me tell you, guys, I was hurrying up and trying to rush to take my drink because I knew he was going to say Robert De Niro. I was like, I got to <laughs> That, whole, that that movie holds a special place in my heart, bro, because I watched that so much with my mom when I was a kid. I dig I, it. I love that movie. It's so I dig good. It. Even as like kind of cliche as it can get, right. it's so good. And it has like 12 different endings in the yes. special features. Yes. Absolutely wild. I, I really, 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 and I'm not going to, I like your number seven. So far, I feel both of our lists very are very lists. respectable, uh-huh. very dope lists. Now I'm going to kind of fucking blow you away with number seven. Okay. For me, it's Stir of Echoes from 1999. Nice. Because Kevin Bacon can do really... He's so underrated. He is. He is. Very underrated. Super underrated. He is a damn good actor. And in Stir of Echoes, he <laughs> fucking lost his shit. Like, full on. But it was so good. Cut feel loose, bro. It was so good. That's that's my number seven, man. I just I know once we get deeper into this, you're gonna start to be like, "Ew, motherfucker, really?" <laughs> like I don't. He'll be like, "I you're, do not agree." You're probably not gonna agree with my number five. All right. Uh, all right? All right. So okay, number six. Number six. Thank right. you. I'll go first this time. Mine is Sinister from 2012. Dude. <laughs> If I if I if we added like an extra mention, that would be in that. that <laughs> oh my is such god, a good film. The, dude! Like, the nine millimeter shit to show the oh. first Oh, mm. oh my god! The like, the fucking lawnmower out of nowhere, and like his reactions are your reactions, yeah. the, and they're happening at the same time. <laughs> it was so creepy. Like I love the the, the VHS old school like yeah. home, you know, like the the home mm. videos you'd make. Mm, mm. You know, VHSs were a thing, dude. Ugh, them just tied to those uh, beach chairs. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And then the slow motion hanging. Yeah, that, that's a good one. Oh, that's a my good one. fucking God, dude. So, yeah, that's my number six, man. Mine is 28 Days Later. I dig it. I definitely dig that one. I just, the, the, the spin on zombies for me, making it more rage than just like another lumbering. That literally fits your personality type. Yeah. Just rage. And, yeah. it's, and it's a full throttle yeah. movie. Yeah, I was, I was. I just saw me in the film. I was like, I'd be one of the guys <laughs> beating the shit out of someone. <laughs> and it's a full throttle movie. And you know the acting's yeah. good. And for people that I guess who watch Peaky Blinders, why I brought it up. Um, 
I forget his actual name because I see him as Thomas Shelby from Peaky Blinders. Mm. And if you're ever curious of what his uh, wiener looks like... <laughs> watch Peaky uh, Blinders. It, no, no, watch... 20, oh, days, 20 later, days later. Because within the first 20 minutes, you see him butt-ass naked. Yep, yep. So for anyone that wants that on their bucket list crossed off, there you go. Right. <laughs> he was um he was Scarecrow in Dark Knight. Yes. Yeah, and, and Batman Begins and all that, yeah. Cillian Murphy, that's what it is. Cillian or Killian? C-I-L-I-A-N. So I don't... I, right. He's Scottish, I think. I don't remember. So forgive. I have always said Cillian. Right. Sorry if it yeah. isn't. Yeah, please. Okay. I I'm very very down with your number six. I definitely dig it. You just smash them together. <laughs> number five. Number five. You go first this time. The Shining. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. It's too good to not just when you think of iconic. That's probably one of the immediate ones people get to. I will I will agree with that, yeah. My the, number five? Oh, hold on, go ahead. I just oh, no, yeah. Say, one right. of the fucked up things is, is that the director, apologies for not remembering all this info. Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick. That's treated, my favorite director of all time. Uh, Kubrick's there, one of, the fa- one of my favorite kind of shots he does, yep. by the way. Yep. Um, is that I don't like the fact that it was like he was abusing the main actress, but how strong she was to push through that shit and be like, right. oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do good. Right. Her, the, and again, the iconic but, scene of her in the bathroom screaming her ass off when he's yeah. breaking down the door. Yeah. It's just, it's good, man. That was, uh, was Shelley Duvall? Yes. Yes. Okay. Stanley Kubrick hated her. Really? He fucking hated her. Hey, she's a soldier for pushing through that shit then. He made her do that scene of her in the bedroom 102 times. Oh my God. Yes. He hated her. Why? Holy shit. He thought that she was ugly. He thought that she was dumb. So why did he even get her? Because the casting director loved her for the part. Hmm. Because she was awkward and everything. But Stanley Kubrick just flat out fucking hated her. And he thought she couldn't act. He thought that she didn't You're deserve... You're trash, cuh. Yeah, literally. And that's why her performance came through so amazingly. Mm-hmm. Now... <laughs> yeah. Right. I will say... Um, wait, did we already do The Shining versus The Shining? No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We should probably do that. Because the, the, the TV, The Shining... Mm-hmm. Stephen King approves of. Stephen okay. King hates the Jack Nicholson Shining. Can I just get the Jack Nicholson one? Because I'm going to have no way of seeing the one you're talking about. No, I know. I know. So, yeah. I have it actually on DVD if you want to borrow it. Oh, shit, really? Yeah. Um, so, I, The Shining is definitely because the visuals, the cinematography, everything. Yeah. It's, it's fantastic. But you're going to probably hate my number five. Okay. Number five. Paranormal Activity from 2007. Nope. I, dude. Just another one that holds memories of me. That's one of the final horror films I watched with Cody. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, man. The original Paranormal Activity. It started took, the trend of the, the, the in-the-corner camera Resident Evil type shit. Yeah. It took the, tr- the original trend of found footage and turned that shit right on its fucking head. At perfect time when it was around, like, People were buying mad security cameras for their yeah. houses and shit. Yeah. Yeah, because you were going into, that. like, the high crime times. 
the the mortgage collapse was going on around that time. Mm-hmm. Like shit was fucking wild. Mm-hmm. And then the way that they put that into the movie was just mm-hmm. and then the movie itself, the slow possession, finding the fucking picture, like, you know, in inside the house mm-hmm. and like it just Absolutely fucking amazing. And then the ending. She yeah. just yeets him at the fucking camera. And just pulls him off and goes and eats his ass. Right. Probably. <laughs> That'd be the porn version. But holy fuck, man. And Paranormal Activity changed the fucking game because yep. once that happened, Wreck came out, yep. this, that. Like, it was just... Wiener balls. Yeah, wiener balls. <laughs> what? All right. So, number four. Here's where I think you're going to start to be like, ew. Okay, so number four. I'll go first because you went last time. The Conjuring from 2013. Oh, yes, okay. <laughs> Golf claps, respect. That's, that's my number four. Um, what, what, what can't be said about The Conjuring? Mm-hmm. Like, seriously. It single-handedly brought back possession films. Mm-hmm. Um, haunting films because they had pretty much died out in the early 2000s. And the sepia filter. Yeah, the sepia filter. Holy shit. Yes. <laughs> I love the sepia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, like, Jesus fucking Christ. It it did a lot for that genre of film. I remember seeing that in uh, the theaters with like a group of like 16. You know when you do that shit in like high school? Mm-hmm. Like, that, it was so hyped that I, like we went as a fucking group. Yep, because, oh my god, Conjuring, just, all right. Okay. Here's the one you're probably going to look at me and be like, I spit on you. Wait a minute, I just realized, Sinister came out, and then like within two months later, Conjuring came out. No. Man, what a fucking time for cinema. Go ahead. Yep. Uh, Saw 3. I'm surprisingly not mad at that. I don't know why. It's just of... It's such a heartbreaking story. Like the yes. fact of it's of a, a grieving father and mother. And yes. they, you don't even realize that, spoiler alert for an old ass movie, that if they're married. Like the yep. two main characters are married and they just make it seem like they're just totally separate people. Yep. And it was such a good plot twist. Yep. He's like, you just, you just murdered him. Um, I forget her name, but it's, it's Jeff. Just mm-hmm. murdered Jeff's wife. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, dude. And the fact that fucking the main antagonist is dead yep. in the third film. And they're like, yep. yeah, we're making more, by the way. Nope. Too many more, but yeah. Way too many more, yeah. but yeah. No, wow. That's a that's a really good choice. Um I I'm not mad at it. No. I'm not. Um you might be weirded out or mad at my number my uh number three. Well, well wait, number fours. We just did this. So yeah. I was about ready to tell you my number three before we even did it. Number three. Is it my turn? Yeah, your turn to go first. And it's again may shock you. Saw one. So number four, Saw three. Number number three, Saw one. And number three, Saw one. I'm. That is one of my honorable mentions. Because <laughs> it's such the ending. It, it's simple too. It's yeah. one room. Yeah. But you feel freaked out. Why are yep. they? Why are they hooked to this? To these uh, chains. Yep. Well, you know why I mean? is there somebody dead in the middle of a fucking room? Right. Why is it cutting to a big, you know, an obese man in a very large wire razor jungle? Like, all this shit. And it that's what I think started the shaky head shit trend mm-hmm. that was in um, a lot of horror films around that time, too. Mm-hmm. Because they use that a lot. Especially in the... Yeah. 
Yeah. And the ending, the fact that, again, the main antagonist is right in the room the whole yeah. time. The whole fucking time. And everyone, I'm and sure, knows the iconic game over. Dun, dun, dun. Yep. Dun, 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 I think George Zimmerman, right? Mm-mm. It's George something. It's not George Zimmerman, I'm sorry. Um, It's Z- something Z. It's one of those weird, edgy, like... Hello, Zep. Yeah, Hello, Zep is a dinner it. What is his name, bro? I'm so sorry. Who? The guy who made the the dude who did the the soundtrack for Saul. Oh, I don't remember his name, but the song was "Hello's Up." Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he did so many good like he songs did. for that whole franchise. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Until three D and yep. The rest of them. Yep. Anyway, and the ten million bajillion. God. Right. <laughs> Holy fucking balls. So my number three. We have to be. I do too. All right, we'll just we'll skip football then. Number three for me is House of a Thousand Corpses. Dude, why did I forget about that? That that could have been an honorable mention for me, honestly. It just I remember being so excited to go see this movie. I oh man, Devil's Rejects too. Right, Devil's Rejects. But for me, I liked House of a Thousand Corpses better. That soundtrack is a fucking banger, right? Yes, yes. Um. There's not even a thousand corpses in the movie. Huh? Oh, yeah, there are when you get underground into Alice in Wonderland world. Sid Haig is so good, man. Sid Haig is so missed. Rest in peace. Yes. Rest in peace. So, I mean, there's, for me, there's nothing, again, like with The Conjuring, I feel like there's no words to describe realistically for me because it was such a perfect homage to... Homage. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre mm-hmm. style, all of that, like the fucking crazy house full of maniacs, like just it was so beautifully done, and also it was like the launching pad of Chris Hardwick, yeah, into acting after he did like singled out on MTV. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's my number three. Um, right down to the top two. Yep, number two. Number two. And then we should do album mention. We'll save our. Number one for after the honorable mentions. Okay. Number two for me is a series, well, a movie, I'll say, that's part of a series. Um, the series definitely has its ups and downs, but this movie, and I know I said single-handedly for The Conjuring, but this movie single-handedly restarted the slasher franchise, and that's Scream. Mm. Scream came out and changed the motherfucking game. It was the first super self-aware horror movie that changed the rules of horror movies. And the poster was fucking cool. The poster was fucking amazing. Wes Craven took Kevin, uh, I think it was Williamson, Kevin Williamson's script and just fucking nutted mm-hmm. all over it. That man just sat there. Like, he watched the first one. was just like, you know what? I'm going to recreate this shit. My man, I'm going like, better. That movie was just ridiculous. And it was crazy, too. Like, within the past couple years of Scream boosting, like, even Dead by Daylight, the horror video game. Yeah. And he was put in as a DLC. And yeah. he was by himself. Wasn't even paired with anyone else. He just got his own launch. Yep. So it's like... The effect of Scream was instantly felt in the 90s because 
All of a sudden, Chucky got a movie again. All of a sudden, Michael Myers came back, what, 20 years later. All of a sudden, uh, you know, yeah, Jason true. was coming back. Freddy was coming back. And uh, Urban Legend, I Know What You Did Last yeah. Summer. Uh, all everything's those... getting, everything's going to remake, bro, which is helping us. Everything is getting a remake. Everything. But then all those fucking, like, I think I what I liked the best was the continuation of the older franchises. Yeah. Like the Halloweens and the Chuckies and all that shit. Like, cool, like, Valentine and all those new fucking, like, 20, early 2002, mm. you know, teenage slasher movies. We're, they're all good, whatever. But you give me, like, Chucky coming back and all that, like, mm-hmm. Bride of Chucky was fucking everything. It's a sleeper. It's a sleeper, man. <laughs> but that's all because of Scream. Yep. All of that shit was because of Scream, and, and there's no way that anybody can tell me that Scream 25 years later still isn't impacting culture. Right. So, anyway, you're number two. It was actually featured on this show, the Evil Dead remake. Oh. 2008, yeah. Wow. 2013. I thought it was 2008. No, 2000. I don't know why I always say 2008. What other know. film am I thinking about? I don't know. I think I'm thinking because there's two, they, it's Evil Dead remake and um, the one I'm thinking about both have the super red background, but, it, you know, the actress reached out. That's the cover. original Evil Dead from like 86 no, no, or whatever. It's, I don't remember what it is because it oh. looks so similar. I promise you. Oh. I'm just really, you know, not here right now. Yeah. But Maybe. yeah, anyway, fuck the, fuck the year. I love that film. The fact of, again, like I said in the episode, the acting for Mia. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and even like the gore they did right, and they made it just as creepy without doing like the over overdone uh, recreations of like um, recognizable shots, like the, yep. the licking the the razor blade and shit, and peeking up through the the basement doors. Yep, loved it. Okay, I. <sighs> All right, so I guess I should just tell you my number one because there's no way that uh. Well, I will mention my end. You got two, right? Because that's all I got. Yeah, well, my number one is Evil Dead. So I. Oh, uh, yeah. That's why I'm saying, yeah, like, because yeah. the whole list that we've been doing, you've been saying, like, why yours right. is that one? And I've been, like, either yeah. agreeing or denying right. or being, like, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So in order to do that, I have to tell you my number right. one. Uh. But we can do honorable mentions okay. before we go into it, because I'll just give my, you know, okay. admiration, and then you'll just tell your number one after that. Um, so, as we already said earlier for me, Saw mm-hmm. is an honorable mention. Um, and the other honorable mention is Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes. Delish. So, the oh, original yeah. Nightmare Delish. on Elm Street. Yeah, yeah. yeah, So, those are my two honorable mentions. What about you? Uh, one of mine is, they're, they're actually kind of more recent. One is Brightburn. Okay. Because I like a horror film that's like a, an evil Superman as a raging teenager, pretty yeah. much. yeah. So, and it opened up kind of like another universe we could get in the future. That's right. like because they were talking about the female right. and all that like shit. A darker yeah. spin on yeah. everything. So I love shit like that. And right. then my other one is the autopsy of Jane Doe. <gasps> yeah. Bro. Fire. If we were to go to a top 15, autopsy of Jane Doe would be in my top 15. The fact that... Um, that they kind of recreated that movie for one part of Resident Evil Village. Yep. There's a part that's kind of Silent Hillish, but there's literally a part that's like that. 
Yep. And the autopsy of Jane Doe and the fact of they could make someone just laying on a table be terrifying. Without even moving, without doing with anything. With just seeing features on her change throughout the film. Yeah. It, just atmosphere alone can scare the shit out of you. And yeah. I'm telling you, it's, I, I highly recommend Yeah. Um, it's one of those movies that we're not going to give you the spoilers to. Yeah. Because I, I literally just thought about it for a second. I was like, no, this has to be experienced. Yeah, yeah. That's why I keep it as vague as possible. Right. This this movie, and it's crazy that it didn't make it in either of our top tens, and we're talking this highly about yeah. it. Yeah. Like, this movie has to be seen. Yeah. And the fact that barely anybody has seen it is fucking wild to me. Yeah. Because I just saw it, like, about a month ago for the first time ever. Yeah. And it's been out for, what... Since like, yeah, mine was literally two years ago when the pandemic started. Yeah, I, I saw it. Yeah, so yeah, I, I applaud one million percent that that would probably be number eleven for me. Yeah. So wow, good choices. Yes, good choices all around. Now let me suck the dick of Evil Dead two thousand thirteen because <laughs> that's my number one. Um, nice. As you already said, was your number two. Um, just from the opening with the cats and barbed wire and shit hanging from the ceiling, yep. you knew you were going to be in for a ride. That moment on, I was like, okay, well, this is going to be different. My man pulls a shoddy out on his daughter, bro. Right. Now, the reason why this is my favorite movie of all, horror movie of all time and not Scream mm-hmm. is because although Scream was beautiful in the way of reintroducing slashers, doing this, doing that. I am a huge cinematography whore. Big time cinematography whore. And the cinematography in Evil Dead 2013 was just so fucking beautiful. And my favorite cinemagraphic scene ever came out of this movie. And that's The House... It's raining blood. Mm-hmm, well, the cabin, it's raining blood. Everything's on fire. It's fucking crazy out there. And she jams that goddamn chainsaw yep. <laughs> in her throat. And the blood that starts spurting up and how everything's just so perfectly centered. Groovy. That scene right there. I, Groovy. Yeah. I literally, and I will forever, forever, forever admit to this because fuck it. I actually stood up and clapped in the theater when oh, I yeah. saw that. Nice, dude. I did. It's a good movie. It's a good fucking movie. <laughs> like, when I saw that chainsaw go in and, and just how beautifully done yeah. that was, there wasn't any reason for me not to stand up and Brava. clap. Brava. Brava. It was fantastic. Another, yeah. yeah. Superb. Haters, haters suck a dick. I don't care. I love Bruce Campbell, too, but... Yeah, agreed. Uh, but stop being puss monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> let people let people like things, yeah, and <laughs> like different things. Stop being gatekeeping fucking weirdos. Yeah. Ew, my childhood. <laughs> and uh, number one for you, sir. Again, another feature on here, and I've said it plenty of times in private. The Dawn of the Dead remake. Dawn of the Dead remake. That is the first horror film I ever like fully watched through without being scared as a kid with my parents. Right. 
And to me, I it's it's fan fucking tastic. It just looks like a goddamn rock video. Yeah. It the way that that movie's shot, you're like, this is a fucking dope ass music video. The fact that I felt so bad for a side character in Andy from the gun right. shop. Right. Fantastic stuff. The ending was great. It, I, I'm a sucker for downer endings. It's weird. Right. I'm always like, yeah, it's not always happy. Right. So it's like, and then again, the fact that by again spoilers, three, two, one. Uh, <sighs> the fact that pretty much after at the end, you don't know if they survived anyway when they got to the island. Right. So. Except the dog that, would have survived because they didn't eat animals. But and then not only that, that film introduced the entire world to Richard Cheese. That's it. Wow. Get up. Come, come on, on. Get down get with the sickness. Fuck me harder, Scott. <laughs> Your mother, get up. Come on. Get down with the sickness. Yeah, yeah man. No. I, I, if we were doing top 15, it would be in my top 15. Hands down. Hands down. I'm going to add just one more more honorable mention for me. Zombieland. Zombieland. I was just going to say fucking Zombieland. Yes, for honorable mentions. Yes. Because even though it's a comedy, sure, it's, oh my God, heart-wrenching. It's a nice spin on a zombie flick. It is. It really is. It's self-aware of it. You know what I mean? It knows it's a movie pretty much. The second one is all right. Yeah, Yeah, but the first one, hell yeah. Yep. Hell yeah. Alright, so we'll um real quick, Super Bowl. Woo! Ha uh-huh, fuck the Bengals Steelers fan. Sorry, my team's right. gonna suck anyway, but uh, the Bengals, haha. Good shit to Matthew Stafford for finally leaving the Lions and getting that yeah. dub. Just took him thirteen years. Took him thirteen fucking years of his life. Jared um, Goff crying. Jared Goff crying. Oh, uh speaking of crying, OBJ, ACL. He's gonna oh. go uh Pay someone to shit on his chest or whatever. Nope, with his Super Bowl ring yep. that he'll get next year. <laughs> they're gonna shit on his Super Bowl taking ring. Taking a shit on his Super Bowl. He might take a shit yeah. on his Super Bowl <laughs> ring. Um, but yeah, I'll save all the all the cool horror stuff that I wanted to talk about for next yeah, week because yeah, yeah. we are running a little bit long and you do have to piss. Now nah, I'm gonna explode in like five seconds. All right. So um, on that note, uh, thank oh. you. What, uh, once uh, one more thing. By the next time you hear my voice, I will be 29 years old. Yes, that's what I wanted to say. My birthday is Saturday. His birthday is fucking Saturday. It is, it is Monday of the, this recording. I don't know what the date is. The 14th. We the said four, it Valentine. Yeah, the 14th. Yeah. <laughs> so, woo. Yeah, man. That's that's fucking wild. <sighs> You've come a long way from. I hate fat people. <laughs> <laughs> to just being depressed. Right, exactly. Being like, I just hate myself, dude. Yeah, the first time he met me, he hated me. Because I'm fat. Because I'm fat. I'm fat. You know it really fat. All right, guys and gals, non-binary pals, spooky cuties, hair-raising homies, and freaks and geeks. This has been Horror Wars. I'm Rob. I'm <laughs> Josh. And we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Horror Wars. <laughs> eh.